I went to a sandwich spot this week called Ike's Sandwiches. You ever been to it? Ike's? Yeah. No. They got a sandwich that it's like one of those sandwich places that they named the sandwiches after like famous people. Yeah. Um, they got a sandwich there called Andrew Luck. And it's just like turkey and like cheese and avocado and shit like that. If there was an Ed sandwich, what would be on your sandwich? Man, you hit with that like yeah, I know. I wanted, I didn't want to, I didn't want to prep you on this because I, I didn't want you to really think about it too much. I really oh wanted your God. raw, loose, unprotected answer. I feel like it has to be. Uh, I feel like it has to be a barbecue of some sort. Like that has to be some, like maybe some brisket in there. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. Like some brisket. Mm-hmm. Probably like a, a medley of cheeses. Okay. Right. Yeah. So like some like cheddar. Yeah. Jack. Yep. Provolone, maybe. Yeah, yeah. like, and then it probably has like some, some sauteed onions. Oh yeah, now you're talking. Yeah, now you're talking. What kind yeah. of bread? What kind of bread are we on? Um, man, look at Texas toast. Dog. Texas toast, of course. Yeah, Texas toast through and through. Okay, yeah. so you got the brisket, sauteed onions, medley of cheeses yep. on the Texas toast. Yeah. And then I assume like a barbecue sauce. Like, yeah, it's gonna yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be incorporated in the brisket. Incorporated into the brisket, yeah. right? Yeah, that's legit. Mm. You know, I know what mine would be. You want to know what the Aaron would be? What's up? Crunchy peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Coming to you live from Ed's living room. You're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. I figure why why mess with a classic? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I felt that like. I don't think that there's a more accurate dis- depiction of myself as a sandwich than crunchy peanut butter and jelly. That's what's up. I think, I think, uh, no, you hit me on the flop that question, but I think I did pretty good on that question. No, too. no, you floated that. Yeah. You did what you had to do on that one. That was yeah. good. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. State your take with that in there. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for downloading. Good click. Yeah. You HTTP'd your way all the way to the, the edge of the internet. I think we're right here on the bleeding edge, right on the cutting edge of the internet. Uh, my, my feet are dangling. I'm sitting on the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Just here dangling on the edge. Just chilling. Um, if you are here, why don't you go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? That'd be cool. That'd be really sweet of you. Really dope. Um, you can go ahead and check out our Instagram page where we only spectate. We do not participate. Just, we're just we're our prying eyes. We're watching you. At State Your Take. And in that bio of our Instagram page, you can go ahead and subscribe to the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron, which will now be, by the time you hear this, a new weekly refreshed podcast or uh, playlist yeah. that Ed and I are going to curate. We're just going like, to leave you some weekly jams. Yeah, man. It's going to be like the end of like CW shows. Yes. When they play like, when they show you, this is Smashing Grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Smashing grapes. Yes. I don't know. You know, they all they have these all super angsty ass um, yeah. bands mm-hmm. playing on like One Tree Hill or whatever the fuck other. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, just like thing. all the uh, fucking. Yeah. It was just it was it was just angst. Yeah. It was like everything was like what. It was like um, I'm trying to think of some really some bands that got a lot of burn. 
Um, uh, there's that one. Uh, you remember the All American Rejects? Yeah, they that, had a, they had a lot of shit. That's a pretty self fulfilling proclamation of a name, right? It just it was just the angst like that. Just, Very angst. Fit it fit in with all the other. Like we were like man, I, I was like, why, why are people so sad? When remember we were Atari younger? Teenage Riot? <laughs> that's a great name. I mean, I, I, I forget that name. It's, you remember Butthole Surfers? I do remember Butthole Surfers. That was a great band. Not very angsty, but just a cool name. I mean, it's like you let every people know what you did. You want to know what my band name would be? Like if I ever started like a punk band? What's that? It'd be Bloody Stool Pigeon. Yikes. Yeah, I know, right? Yikes. How hardcore is that? It's like two things. It's like you got Bloody Stool, right? So it's like, it's like you got beat up. By the sounds of our music and being going to our shows and just getting punched and kicked in the gut so many times that like when you went to go take a dump, you just leaked out blood, right? That's the first part of it. And then and then bloody stool pigeon, it means like snitches get stitches. That's you know what I'm saying? It's like a it's like a it's like a bloody turd snitch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a triple entendre. Don't ask me how. Yes, yeah, that's, that's 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 imagery for you, though. I also had another thought for a band. This is a concept that I came up with a few years ago. So if you do it, don't steal it. Give me some credit. It's a heavy metal um, cover band, a heavy metal holiday Christmas music cover band called Slayer, but it's spelled S E L I G H E R. I got out as soon as you said Slayer. I was yeah. like, he's gonna say Slay. In yeah, so yeah. Slay. Isn't that great? I mean, it's not bad. It's, it's pretty not, good. It's, it's not bad. It's pretty good. I think that, I think that if they had a band like that, that like which kind of went viral, mm-hmm. they get some traction after that. Like, yeah, I know. Like you just like do jingle bells and you um, just burn a guitar in the middle of or something like that. I, guess. I don't know. If I could scream and growl, like this would have been a thing already. Yeah, but my voice is too too pansy for that. No, nah, I couldn't do that. I probably I last a week. Yeah. Speaking of week, how was your week? Uh, it was I worked. What yeah. else is new? Yeah, that's that's all that's all that we do though. Like I mean, maybe all you do. I mean that's all most people do. Unless yeah. like you're not unless you're just like privileged. Unless you're rich. Yeah, because like you may not and I and that sounds amazing, but that's not the life I lead. Like we have like we just go to work to buy things mm-hmm. and then to we, survive, really. Yeah, or, or just to like be and then yeah. Get low on money for buying things. They gotta go to work mm-hmm. to get more money, so you buy more things. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I imagine that you spent a lot of time at work this week, and you encountered some pretty uh, awful things. I, okay. As you normally do. I'm gonna give you a timeline of this event. Okay. Um. So we close at seven, right? And I'm guessing somewhere probably around six o'clock, this woman decides to put, um orders in for her refills for her and her gentleman caller. Oh. Um, yeah. So she had six prescriptions for her. Oh. And four prescriptions for gentleman caller. Ten prescriptions so total. Ten prescriptions. That's a lot of prescriptions. It's a lot of, it's a lot of drugs. Yeah. It's a lot of drugs to like. It's a lot of drugs to tight to like to check mm-hmm. for the accuracy and then to count into the pill bottles and then to also bill through the insurance company mm-hmm. to make sure that everything is right to build the insurance company. I imagine you said this lady came at six o'clock. You closed at seven. No, so I am- no, no, no. She came. No, she, no. She had this thought around six. It could have been earlier. Okay. But I'm saying that she had this thought uh-huh. around six o'clock to order these drugs. So she orders them at this farm at at um 
a Walmart. And she was at, at, at Walmart mm-hmm. and had to get filled at around, I'm say six, just okay. because this is probably like the most reasonable time. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, even though as I go further in the story, you should see that I probably shouldn't. Okay. But, okay, so six o'clock, she has a thought. I'm going to have 10 prescriptions filled. Mm-hmm. She calls them into Walmart. Um, she comes to the Walmart at 645. To our Walmart because and in, in, in the in by six o'clock or after six o'clock it started to rain. Right. So she was like, I'm going to rush to Walmart to get my prescriptions. So she comes to Walmart at six forty five. We close at seven o'clock. Right. It's important. Fifteen minutes. She comes at six forty five. She says that I need to get these prescriptions filled. I need to get these I need to pick up these prescriptions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what is the name? And she goes to tell me that I called the prescription to Walmart, but the Walmart that she called them in was not our Walmart. Oh, the classic miscommunication. No, it was not a miscommunication. She called them into that Walmart knowingly, but because of the rain, she went to the closer Walmart to her <laughs> and wanted them to be filled here, uh. even though she called them in over here. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, so I want, I want, I, I want to, so. so it would be the equivalent mm-hmm. to going, like calling in a, a porter to pick up a Pizza Hut mm-hmm. and then going to a totally different Pizza Hut mm-hmm. to pick up the order that you call to that Pizza Hut. Just because it's a half a mile closer. Yeah. But they're also saying, like, I called into a pizza, but their rationale is I called it into a Pizza Hut. Yes. You should give me my pizza. All Pizza Huts should receive the same orders at Ex- the same time. At the same time, you should have every order that's called at every other Pizza Hut. Yeah, no, that um that does not track. Yeah. So here so we say we have to call that other Walmart, have them put the prescriptions back, and then have them filled here mm-hmm. and go through that a whole process. That whole process I explained to you gets undone over there. Yep. And then redone over here. I imagine this process. You said she came in at 6.45? 6.45. And you close at 7? 7 o'clock. And I imagine this process takes a little more than 15 minutes to close. Yes, for 10? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. See? <laughs> so the pharmacist in the back, she's really... There's she, a hot yeah. bedded issue here in this pharmacy house. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm saying. So she feels me. Yes, I feel you. And I don't even... I can't even spell pharmacy. <laughs> so... We so we 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 we're trying to get the prescription to get transferred. We have to call them, and calling a pharmacy six forty five is not very easy because they have a lot of calls, so you don't really get through. Mm-hmm. So Even if you are a for a fellow pharmacy, yeah, there's no like Batman hotline yeah. to get Imagine through. Imagine that we all same phones. Yeah, when you ask me to call a doctor, same phone. Seems very inefficient. Yeah, when you ask me to call anywhere, same phone you got. Same phone. Nothing different. No hotline. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, everybody's dealing with the same shit. We're all doing the same shit. Same phone lines. I I don't have a bat phone. There's no. I would, I wish I had a bat phone. Wouldn't that be sweet? That'd be amazing. If I had a phone that just lit up in the back. That would be amazing. That'd be so dope. I don't have that. So calling this other other store, then I pick up the phone. Then I pick up the phone. We'll call them, and we're like saying like you know we can get it. We're telling them. We'll tell the lady like hey, we're getting having trouble to transfer it. We're gonna try. We could probably try and get it for you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. She says no, no. I'm getting them tonight. Oh boy! So she has. So she yeah. also. She just no. Now she's also demanding that we have them done before we close. She told you she's. She getting told them us we were. Right. She yeah. told us we were. Yeah. So we end. So we end up calling. We can't get through, and then it hits seven. Phone shut off. 
Right. So they can't get. So they can't get phone calls anymore. So like, we can't get. We can't get it anymore. Right. 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 So we had to tell her that we could not get it anymore. Were these prescriptions? And I know you can't probably reveal what yeah. the, they are, but like, on a scale of one to ten, what was the like emergency level that she needed these these pills? I rate them from one to ten as something you could have got a week ago. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's where I rate it at. Okay. All right. But you want to get it today. Got. Oh. Oh, I think I know what it is. Yeah, no, it's, it's but the thing is, it's ten prescriptions. That's a lot of. It's ten. That's a lot. It's ten, and these are all things you probably could have got a week ago, mm. or anywhere, or any day in between that week and right now. Right. Okay. Gotcha. But you didn't. She didn't do it. And now they're here. So we literally have, we we so we she, we don't end up leaving. We close at seven. We didn't mm. end up leaving until like seven thirty. Dealing with this thing that mm. we ended up not being able to get, we had to end up getting it the next day because we could not get in touch with the store. Right. Aside from even going there, and if we even went over there, there's no one there because they're closed. Boy, boy, oh boy, what a nightmare! It's wild. It's wild that you can just go. Like I don't know why. Can I? Can I? Can I ask something? Sure. Um, this lady, mm-hmm. her appearance. Was she, would you say that she was well put together? No. Would you say that she was um, of uh, average health? No. Would you say that her complexion was close, closer to eggshell or mocha brown? Oh, God. Uh, I'm just asking a question. Eggshell. Eggshell. Hmm. Interestante. Interestante, where the audacity comes from. I think the thing that gets me is just how. Why is it that a like retail or service of any kind of any sort just allows people to just be horrible and just incalculably stupid? Well, anytime I think about this. And you know that I hate shitting on entire groups of people based off of singular incidents, right? Right. I'm reminded of that quote from Men in Black by Tommy Lee Jones. You remember that movie, Men in Black? Yeah, it it holds up well. Great movie. It's it's never a bad time. But he said that a person is fine, but people are stupid. And I think that as long as we keep that in mind, that we need to judge individuals on an individual basis... And you can like a person, yeah. But the larger group of people that that person belongs to, I think you have free will to just treat them with utter disdain. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, as we do, we've been talking about restaurants here on this fine program of ours, local restaurants, shouting them out, bigging them up. Yeah, because we got, because we, we don't, we got money now. We, don't we eat, got money. We don't eat, like, we don't eat uh, ramen and stuff. No, and we we treat ourselves. Yeah, like, I mean, I still, don't get me wrong, I still enjoy a good pack, a, a good, I mean, ramen never Who misses. doesn't love ramen? Ramen never misses. Never misses. Never misses. But you went back to Savoie. I did. This week? I did. And? We had the meat and cheese board. That you and? Did. It was great. Yeah, right? It was great. What did you think of that carrot butter? It was good. Uh huh. It was good. I had dreams about it. <laughs> I dreams about it. I just want to be smothered in it. I want to drape myself in carrot butter and have have uh, uh, mermaids lick it off of me. Wow. 
Wow. Think about that for a second. I mean, that's... Yes, I'm nude. That's that's. If you're wondering, I'm nude in this scenario. Fully nude. Partially erect. 16 minutes, 16 seconds. Okay. Uh, but what'd you, what'd you guys think of this time around? Did it hold up the first time around? It did. Yeah? Do you want to get on the mic and talk? Because they probably aren't going to be able to hear you. Okay, fine. So, so the first time was great. First and time. I, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we went to, I think we went to dinner the first time. And yeah. I, this time we were just at uh, happy hour this time. You went to happy hour? Yeah. I thought you said the happy hour wasn't good there. It's just okay. We actually get a little closer. Wait, get hour? get closer. Get closer to that. We actually missed happy hour. Yeah. Um, because their happy hour hours are retarded. Oh yeah, you. That's what you said. You it said the happy hour. 5 hour. p.m. Yeah, it ends at five p.m. Right. right. Yeah. So, um, their happy hour is okay, but I ended up just ordering a bunch of plates so us so we all could try it. And I will say our dinner experience a few days before was even better, um, but. Overall, they have great cocktails. Yeah, right. And great plates. Mm-hmm. They put love and craftsmanship into mm. that thing. Yeah, craftsmanship into the cocktails. Yeah, the cocktails. Yeah, the cocktails. Oh, no. <laughs> this is our ASMR portion of the show. <laughs> we're, just trying, we're just trying things out. We're just spitballing out here, seeing what happens. Well, that's dope. All right, so Savoie gets the A plus from Say Your Take with that in there. Yeah. Uh, I went to a place called Abuzi. Abuzi. Yeah. It's like a French spot. It's over on Westheimer. It's kind of like, uh, it's like it's kind of it's one of those kinds of places that has a bunch of wine on the walls. You know what I'm talking about? Just yeah. a fuck ton of wines, and it's like yeah. the the walls that would have the wine on it are aligned with boxes with more wine in it. It's just it's like how do you how do you categorize these? Like how do you know it's where? Is there like a filing system? Oh, dude, these fucking wine nerds. Like the wine nerds are like are like you know K-pop stands. Like they just they just fucking. When they when you start ta- talking trash about wine, they just zoom in on you like a swarm of hornets. And now we're just going to get a bunch of comments from wine nerds talking about like, well, first of all, you have to classify if it's a wine or a red or if it's, <laughs> is it dry? Is it sweet? Does it have a, is it a dessert wine, a dinner wine or a little, what region does it come from? Does it come from France? Does it come from Italy? Does it come from Australia? What? Is it a fruit bomb? <laughs> Just a bunch of stupid bullshit. <laughs> right. That doesn't mean anything. It's, fucking, it's just fermented grape juice. Like. It, what it, they should classify it as how fast does it get you drunk? Oh, I mean. Do you get drunk in 30 minutes? Do you get drunk in 20 minutes? Do you get drunk in 15 minutes? Do you get drunk in over an hour? How many glasses does it take for you to get drunk? Because that's what people do when they drink wine. They get drunk. That's why they want to drink the wine. Okay. Don't come at me with this fucking flavor profile <laughs> and hints of this and flavors of that. Fuck that shit. We know why you like it. It's because it gets you drunk. It's like this one. This one was stored in a tree. Yeah, for for a year and a half. Who cares if a <laughs> raccoon shit in it? I don't care. But I went to this place. Ash and I. We went. She she treated me to to lunch. She got a cheese board. Ironically enough, because they have like a build your own cheese board thing. Uh, right. I wouldn't know where to start. And <laughs> if you get a, if you pay a hundred bucks, you get like one of everything. It's fucking nuts. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks, you get one of everything. It's like one it's, ounce of like I want to say like hundred dollars of cheese. Uh, it's like hundred dollars of meat and cheese, and okay. then you get a bunch of like bread and shit like that. Gotcha. And then uh, I got like a really cool like ham and cheese sandwich, ham egg and cheese sandwich with mm-hmm. a salad on the side, with like some brioche bread and stuff like that. So. 
It was pretty good. Um, will we be back? I don't know. She's more of like a brunch person than I am, though. So if she'll probably do like brunch with her friends and shit like you that. You don't like brunch, dog? It's not that I don't like brunch. I love brunch, brunch food. Is amazing. Dog. I love brunch food. I don't like brunch crowds. Oh. You know what I'm saying? What's a brunch crowd? Like see? they fucking all they they wear sunglasses and oh. hats and they take photos of everything yeah. and like ugh, just ugh. I look like. Cause I was like, I saw you post something about like no one tell you about this brunch thing. I was like, I've been, I've been telling you about brunch. You've been telling me about brunch. It's great. But you tell me brunch about from the perspective of you, which means that like, you know, you got money. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, and you know, like broke people like me don't really get to experience that brunch life. However, there is a category for broke brunch. And I am, I am in that category. I fucks with that. I fucks with broke brunch. Like it's just, like I don't, I just don't see how anyone could be in, like out on a Sunday, at one p.m., like drinking a mosa, like like out in the breeze and be. How can I not brighten your mood? No, yeah, for sure. It's great. It's great, man. It's fantastic. Even if the even if the weather is crappy, like it's still it still can like. Lift your spirits. I don't want to. I don't want to know anyone's too hard for brunch. No, uh, you, yeah, I I'm always down for a good brunch. I can't. I can't rock with you. I like love that, French toast. I need that energy in my life. You way too. You too dark for me, man. I love bagels and locks. I love waffles. Right. Oh man, what I would do for a waffle or, or a, a nice afternoon egg. Oh yeah, good. Love a good. Like why right the top of the afternoon? Just get oh some eggs. Yeah. Oh, a runny egg. Yeah. Oh. Like one p.m. just oh, it's great. Just perfectly cooked and seasoned. Just make me want to. Uh, what kind of black ass shit did you do for Juneteenth this year? I fucking worked, man. As you should. I fucking worked though. Like free ish. I, I wanted to be out. Like I wanted to be. I wanted to be out in the streets. Let me tell you something. Now that we got Juneteenth. Oh, hold on a second. Before I, before I continue to say, is Father's Day kind of like Mother's Day where it's like... Is it on Sunday? Is it a different day every year? I think so. Fuck, man. So we could have really had like the grills going for a straight 48 hours. I mean, we could have. Like, with uh, this Juneteenth Father's Day yeah, combination. Maybe some... Probably some did. Somebody did. I didn't get the invite. Yeah, I didn't either. There, but there was someone grilling. There was someone grilling. For someone was grilling days. for they, they two days grilling. straight. They've been, they've been doing it in shifts. Yeah. Um... So you worked on Juneteenth. I did. Um, I did a bunch of nothing. But uh, so what do you think about it being a holiday now? I mean, I think it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you? I think, yeah. I mean, I, I do. Okay. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those concessions that we, it was, I mean, it was, like, the concessions that we got weren't bad. It's just not what we asked for. Like, no. I'm, like okay, it's like, we want justice for, you know, Cops murdering us. It's like we'll give you Juneteenth. It's like yeah, we'll take it. But fuck, like this isn't enough. Like this ain't it. Yeah, it's <laughs> don't think you're done yet. Yeah, it's like you put you 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 take the hand you put it in your pocket and you put your hand out again. It's like all right, yeah. But here's my thing though. So Juneteenth was a almost exclusively a Texas holiday. Yeah, and like from like the 1980s, right? And now it is illegal to talk about critical race theory. <laughs> civil rights in Texas. Yeah. So have fun teachers next year explaining why Juneteenth is a holiday. 
Like, how the fuck do you get around that? That's why this is stupid it's, to me. It's so funny. Yeah, no, that's no that part of it. That this is why this it, is stupid to me. That because part of it, it's just dumb. What it's are we doing? Sense. I, I, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I don't, I don't you're know. Giving us scraps. This is what Malcolm told us. They're giving us scraps and t- telling us to be grateful. But it's funny because it's just like when you talk about the critical race theory, like they're trying to. I'm like, how how do you just re- you really you're really writing history? Yeah. Like you're really trying to just act like this shit didn't happen, and they're trying to blame us for it. And the, no, it's because it's wild because they just want you to say like, because the theory is if you just get over it, we can get past it. But things like it's still affecting people. That's why you can't just get over it. Like right. that's really why this stuff happened. Right. That's why you can't just get moved past it because like it you it isn't like there's so many. If you just try to act like this didn't happen, it leaves so many of the questions unanswered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to complete the time, like complete the story. It's yeah. like if I came and I took a baseball to your baseball bat to your knees. Right. And I was like, all right, now go sleep it off. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go sleep it off. I'm going to get over the incident that you broke my fucking kneecap with the baseball bat. Yeah. But this still hurts. And then you're asking me, like, why did he run so slow? Yeah, like, why are you so upset? Like, I just took a baseball bat to your why knees. Why did he limp like that? That was like, so, that was like yesterday, dude. No, yesterday, like, nice. why, are you still, why are you still, like, trying to, like, cause a rift between us? You can't us? move forward if you keep bringing up old <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. Damn. So, I mean, look, people, if you're listening to me right now, and you should be, tell a friend about us. But if you have a friend or a family member that continue these narratives and these talking points about us continuing the divide between black and white people or, or white people and indigenous people or white people and, and Latin people or just, you know, white people in other groups, um, I'm going to need for you, we're going to need for you to uh, check them properly. Yeah. Because enough is enough. And I frankly, and I have a high tolerance for bullshit, but I am frankly sick and tired of hearing these same tired excuses about why we can't address race, why we shouldn't teach racial issues to children. Right. Because he, when I hear that kind of thing, when I hear that people are denying education to children, it is very clear to me on the... Um, the, the place where you would rather be. And that is stuck. That is stuck in a world where you are trying to ignore and be ignorant of past events and potential future events. And that simply is just not a world that I want to live in. I want to be, no, be knowledgeable about what happened in the past. I want people who are smarter than me to tell me what the projected futures can possibly be. How do you learn from mistakes if you just erase them? You, you know can't. Like, how do you learn from that? That's the saying. History not history not learned its essence to repeat itself. If we're gonna learn anything from baseball, it should be to study <laughs> past events, <laughs> because there was there there are nobody, literally no other individuals on this planet that study and crunch numbers more than these baseball statistical nerds that want to try to predict where a hitter is going to hit a ball and how often they're going to do it. Yeah. And guess what? When it works, you win world championships. And America loves to proclaim that we're the champions of the world. Well, we haven't hit shit for years. Our batting average is like 114. We stink. We need a serious overhaul. And the only way we're going to do that is if we start learning from ourselves. Yeah. Today's Father's Day. It is. Father! How did you uh, spend Father's Day this year? I spent Father's Day 
having people wish me happy Father's Day. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of wish me happy Father's Day. Like, I, got a lot, I got a lot of I got a lot of happy Father's Day. Is that like, just because you look like a zaddy? I mean, look, just because people like to call me daddy does not make me a father. I was gonna say you got some you got some daddy vibes know, going on, man. I know, no, I know, I I know, I, I know, I got the full daddy energy. Like I know I do. Like I know I can go into a club and some good things. Like I might pay their rent. Yeah. Or I, I, they can get a card out off me. I get it. Especially since you like to frequent places like Spivey's <laughs> with your hard bottom shoes on. I mean, you know. Are yeah, they op- I, are they open again? I, I don't know. You know. I, I haven't been out. I haven't been out. I haven't been out that much. Okay. Like I've been outside, but not like that's that's outside. That is outside. That I, is true. I, mean, I ain't outside. outside, but I'm outside. But yeah, no. I I get it. But I'm just like nah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Nah. Nothing over here. Uh, no, no, no babies. Your birthday f- balloon is still hanging. It's still here. I, I can't even begin to tell you how offended I am by this thing now. Why offended? Because it's still here. Yo, it's not moving. It's still anywhere. standing. It's still strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is now like week what? Eight, nine, yeah. something wait, like wait, that. Wait, okay, April. April. Well, I can. I think I would say week eight. Week eight. Week eight. Okay, week eight of this fucking balloon that says "Happy Birthday" on it that you got the week of your birthday that is still has a taut string attached to your uh, bench. It's got a little more. It got a little slack to it now, though. Oh, a little, a little more slack. slack. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like it's. Did you notice that the moment we started bringing attention to it, the the like it started to, you know, die a little bit. I mean, it's been. This been, this been two months. Like, two months, it's dude. It's not like it's not like if if it wasn't gonna die, then it's not like we talked about it. It's been two months, right? Of it just hanging. So it's like, like so. I, I bet that offended is like you've seen me here sixty days, mm-hmm. and I'm not a little tired. Now you're talking about I'm tired. Like you, know, what about the other two months? I was just here hanging strong. Like you didn't, <laughs> didn't talk about that shit. No, you want to talk about me hanging now? Yeah. After two months, yes. Put some respect on my name. Because like, that's what we do. We talk about your downfall. We don't talk about your come <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's fine. That's like, cool. Uh, I want to go hang out with my dad today. Uh, yeah, how's Dr. Harris? We, he's doing very well. He, uh, you know, I think a lot of dads on Father's Day just kind of want to be left alone. Yeah, which I think is a great gift to give it to fathers just because, like, just, hey, just leave them in their room. Yeah. And just let them be, like. Let them take a nap. I think, with you, does, he, does he watch golf? So that's what we did. We watched baseball, we watched golf, and we watched the second half of the Suns and Clippers game. Like, it's it's so hilarious to like meet your father at one point in my life, <laughs> yeah, and and then like meet you later in my life, yeah. and not know the tour affiliated, <laughs> <laughs> and then find out now, like, <laughs> like, like, like this shit can hit you a lot. <laughs> like, they, just, they just look at you, just like shake his head. Probably, like not in my face, but yeah, like there's, there's points where he's just like. Like he does that thing where he like you know that thing that that fathers do where they just like they just kind of exhale confused. I get like Hank Bobby Hill vibe too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I get that kind of vibe. Like it's just like that point, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> he um. You know what he did today? He's like, he told me, he was like, you got to come over and learn how to barbecue. I got to teach you how to smoke, smoke meats. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I never really learned the, the true ropes. Like, I kind of have an idea. Like, I got an outline. But, you know, he's going to 
he's gonna really break things down for me and, and teach me the ropes on how to smoke meat. Like when you post that picture of your of you as a family, like I saved it because I was just like, this is so bizarre to look at this. Like yeah. to see you as a child of <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It is wild. No, it's wild. And and it's one of the funniest things that I think uh has ever happened in my life is meeting you and then knowing you, knowing you went to TSU, knowing my dad taught at TSU, and then not drawing the conclusion until about mm, 10 years later <laughs> that like, oh, yeah, maybe they did encounter each other at one point. Yeah, we definitely did. He was, he, he's great. You know what else is great? These fucking NBA playoffs, dog. Man. How about them, huh? Man. Okay, so let's just recap. Last night, the uh, Brooklyn Nets got bounced. Like yeah. I said they would in seven games to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And what could be known as a thrill ride of a game? Crazy. Cause like I'm because I I didn't I didn't see the game because I was at work. But like I saw well, I saw I saw the game, I saw part of it afterwards, but like I saw what I saw, what I ended up seeing mostly was just like the score and just seeing clips of the Bucks doing very game seven Bucks things. Which is Trying to hand the other team the game on a silver platter, just trying their hardest. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I see Giannis airballing free throws. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, and I see the, I don't see him taking the score. I'm just like, okay, yep. Even Chris is, Middleton, Chris Middleton didn't have that great of a game. Like, yeah, it was. Like, just, I think he went like six for like fourteen or some shit like it that. It felt like, yep, this is how this goes. This is how this plays out. Mm-hmm. And, and like, also, Katie's just doing being, KD things, doing KD things. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, well, this is. We all saw this coming. Um, I find it very funny that the guy with the blackest name on the Brooklyn Nets is getting a lot of blame. Uh, Joe Harris really uh, disappeared in this series. I mean, he didn't. Did he disappear? Like, here's the thing: he was shoot low. No, okay, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was shooting the lights out. Yeah, in the season, right? And then when they kind of needed him to shoot the lights out. He shot blanks. Because when he was shooting the lights out, they're like up by like 30. <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? So you, it was just, it was, you think it was just a cause of comfort? Like yeah, he was just like, dude, I can miss this. I know it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. That's he wasn't what putting the was. pressure on himself? Nah, he wasn't like he, was, like, he was never in the pressure cooker. So I don't know why anyone would be surprised by Joe Harris doing that. Like he was never in the pressure cooker. Like he's all like, he was like, you were on the floor with KD. Kyrie mm-hmm. and James Harden. Like, who's checking for Joe Harris? Oh, yeah. That's, good that's all I'm saying. It's yeah. like, all those do need double team. Like, you have, like, you require at least eight defenders right now. Because this guy needs two guys. Mm-hmm. This guy needs two guys. Mm-hmm. This guy needs two guys. Y'all could probably go one on one. So you need eight defenders mm-hmm. and you have five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, with that ball rotating around, you're, you're giving Joe space. Uh, how satisfied are you that James Harden is not going to be getting a ring this year? I mean, I'm, how satisfied am I? I, don't, I, I, I as a as a Rockets fan, do you feel a little vindicated? No, I like I, I'm not a typical Rockets fan. You can't. I, I know, but yeah, is there I, a small part no, of you that's like, eh. no? Because I mean, look at the Rockets. Look at the Rockets. I mean, like, what are we talking about? Like, if you're if you're happy that James Harden is not getting a ring, I mean, I think you need to just watch, just take a step back and look at. Our own franchise, like we gave. I mean, it should be hard for Rockets fans to watch the playoffs because you're seeing all these players that we can do anything with all of a sudden just flourish in other places or just mm-hmm. be in other winning positions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, literally, like there's CP3 on the Suns, 
It's still PJ Tucker with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, Clint Capella Ar- with the Hawks. Arguably the MVP of that game. <laughs> no, I'm dead ass serious. Like the way PJ Tucker was getting in the head of not just KD, but like a lot of the other players. Here, I mean, here's here, here's the thing. Like, let's 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 be let, let let's not do that with KD. Only person that beats KD is KD. I'm not saying that PJ Tucker mm-hmm. shut down KD. He put up 48. All I'm all I'm saying is that without PJ Tucker, maybe KD goes for 60. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. All I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying the only person that stops KD that I've seen stop KD is KD. Nobody stops KD. No. So um, I'm not giving PJ Tucker that. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, that happened last night. Crazy. Um, today, the Suns are going possibly in four again against the LA Clippers because, buddy, oh boy, did they look pretty tight. I mean, they, again, almost gave the game away at the very last seconds. Rajon Rondo for the Clippers was uh, almost, the I should say, the ghost of Rajon Rondo. I mean, was wheeling the Clippers back in. Playoff it. Rondo is a real thing. Playoff Rondo is a real thing. Playoff, uh, playoff Rondo is more real than Playoff P. Just, but, just okay, facts. Okay, he might actually be Playoff P now because he doesn't but, have Kawhi and Playoff P, Paul George, I'm, is putting some work in. I'm not shitting on him. I'm just saying that if we're going by body of work, mm-hmm. Playoff right. Rondo is mu- a much more real thing. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's all I'm uh, saying. But Devin Booker is a bad man. He like, he's just too. He, I, I think you let him get too close. <laughs> You're too close, man. He's too. He's like. He's like. I can get a ring now. Like I was like. I was on the Suns. Yeah. Just killing it. And no one knew who I was. Yeah. And he put me this close to the championship ring. He's like, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Um. We are in the wake of one of the most devastating, as far as injuries go, to superstars. Uh, one of the most devastating uh, postseasons ever. Yeah. If not the most devastating. I mean, let's see what we got. I mean, AD got hurt. AD was hurt. LeBron was hurt. LeBron was hurt. James Harden was hurt. James Harden was hurt. Kelly Irvin was hurt. Hurt. Uh, who else, man? Kawhi got hurt. Kawhi got hurt. Uh, um, Just. Whole boy from the Clippers got hurt. Um. Why is his name escaping me? Clippers? Uh, yeah. Um, I can't think of his name. Dang. Uh, Chris Paul got COVID. Chris Paul got hurt. Yeah, Chris Paul got hurt. He got hurt. He got hurt. He, Quote, unquote, hurt. Yeah. He got COVID. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. That's what Mike Conley from the Jazz. Jazz. What was I thinking? And Donovan Mitchell also was hurt for a little bit, too. Donovan Mitchell did get hurt. Yeah. But he still played. Jamal Murray was hurt before the, before the pass even started. Yeah. Like, it's... Um, so, I mean, yeah, like, this is not a great thing. No, it's not. Um, and LeBron went on Twitter and explained that they were, and he didn't specify who they was, they didn't listen to him when it came to uh, having a shortened offseason and starting this, the new season too, too soon. Um, he's right? I mean, he, no, he is right. He's right about that. But he's right about that, but I think that um, – I hate I no, I hate seeing all these players get hurt, but I think it also show I think it also shows that uh you know like I think the I think there's I'm what I've been saying is that they're that they're competitors in this league all through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I, and I feel like even I feel like even if if you're not there for like everyone's there for the stars, I'm just like, yo, everyone in this like this is the NBA. Like everyone in this bitch can ball. This is how you make stars. Yeah, like this is like everyone here can ball, dog. Like so I just don't like I don't think you should really just stick to like just be you have to like latch on to like the KDs and LeBron's like, yeah, I mean Trey Young is here. 
He's playing great ball right now. Yeah. Like, Devin Booker is killing it right now. And look, Hakeem was already a star, but he became a legend in the absence of Jordan. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So let's not like, let's not act like this can't make new legendary talent. Yeah. In this weird asterisk worthy of a season. Yeah. All the people that wanted parody, I mean, fuck. Like, what else do you want? Mm. I don't know. Like, are you are you? Um. One last thing. I, we're not going to take credit for this, full credit for this, but I think that our energy had something to do with Sons and Four guy getting in contact I'm, with I'm, Devin I'm Booker. Taking full, I'm taking full, full, taking full credit for full it. Full credit for it. That's fine. I that saw, I saw a video of him. He was in the stands. He was wearing his sons in his son's jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, people were taking photos with him. He was throwing up the four. Yeah. So this is his thing now. That's yeah. his gimmick. They get, were selling. Get your shine, my guy. They gave away T-shirts with his face on it. Dog. Get your shine, my guy. They gave away. No, I don't think you heard me. They gave away T-shirts yeah. with his face on it, and they were on television. Get Those shirts your, were on television. Get your shine, my guy. Get your shine, dude. Um, and then I showed you <laughs> as I walked in the door today another fight video between <laughs> Suns fans and Clippers fans this time. Like, here, here, here's the thing. Richard Jefferson um, was on ESPN, and he said that uh, Devin Booker giving uh, the Suns and Four guys tickets would kind of like um, – it would set a bad precedent, which, right. Devin, which Devin Booker also commented, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was funny. But then we saw the clip break out. We saw we saw this clip today with two Clippers fans. Yep, talking spicy amidst a sea of orange. Right, a sea of orange. And these two fans who who came out who came out hot. Yep, they came out hot. They 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 looked like they were handling themselves, and then they got swallowed by the sea of orange. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. But I but and I know people want to think want to put that you know maybe Richard Jefferson was right, maybe he is sitting a bad precedent. But I challenge that to say when you have two fans talking about the sea of other fans, how else does that end? Like besides, let's take the sons of four thing out of the out of the equation. Right? How does that scenario ever always end? Um, usually the way that it's supposed to. The way that it ended in this video. Mostly. The way that the timekeepers will it to. <laughs> um, Serge Ibaka was who I was thinking of that I couldn't. Oh yeah, yeah. But he, I listen. He's been he's been gone for a really long time. But yeah, dude. Um, you're absolutely right. This, that's always going to happen the way that it does. I fully expect when they go back to L.A. for a fight to break out again and perhaps the Clippers fans can get some retaliation, some revenge, but who's to say? Who's to say? But, I mean, I'm not putting on Devin Booker. Let's talk about some real shit now. Um, we we got to talk a little political talk because this is just outrageous. Dateline! U.S. Catholic bishops okay steps towards possible rebuke of Biden. Now, I know that headline doesn't really make sense because the first time that I read it, I couldn't understand what it meant. So here's a breakdown. The U.S. Catholic bishops overwhelmingly approved the drafting of a, quote, teaching document that many of them hope will rebuke Catholic politicians, including President Joe Biden, for receiving communion despite their support for abortion rights. 
The decision, vehemently opposed by a minority of bishops, came despite appeals from the Vatican for a more cautious and collegial approach to the divisive issue, and it raises questions of how closely the bishops will be able to cooperate with the Biden administration on issues such as immigration and racial injustice. Um, okay, so they don't want to give Biden the cookie during mass um, yeah. because he's like, oh, no, you should just, like, you know, be able to choose whatever you want to do with your body, right? That's what they, that's what basically this is, right? That's basically what this is. Um, to that I say, okay. Like, if I'm Biden and I hear that and I'm just like, man, fuck it, whatever. Like, I'll just go somewhere that, like, I can get the cookie and drink the wine <laughs> and, like, I'll get the fucking blessing. I'll get the ashes on my forehead during Ash Wednesday. I can go and take my kids to f- look at uh, fucking... Uh, you know, the, 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 what are they? The Stations of the Cross during yeah. Christmas, and I can, you know, fucking do the whole Easter egg hunt thing on Easter. Like, just fucking just get me away from these weirdos that keep thinking about what other people are doing with their bodies. It's, I think, it, well, I think the thing is, like, Joe Biden's Catholic. So it's just kind of like, is it, I think it's a bit more personal for him. I mean, also, yes, I but, get yeah, that, but also, like, no, it's, if you don't want me involved, I'll just go to where I'm wanted. It's annoying. It's it's annoying to see because it's like, uh, I am also Catholic, mm-hmm. and like just watching how the Catholic the Catholic Church in the U.S. handles a lot of its issues are just annoying because it's like, it's like you're more like you're. You, they worry about abortion, and that's like one of their hot button topics. But mm-hmm. it's been annoying to watch because, like, you'll see, like, you know, when immigration thing, when you talk about things happening on the border and immigration, and how people are being, um, you know, marginalized in immigration, crickets from the U.S. Catholic Church. When you talk about things about like Black Lives Matter and black people getting killed, crickets from the church. Yep. But you're always stepping for the babies. Yep. Which is also weird that you want to protect children, even though you're not really. You've been pretty. You you're you're notoriously known for covering up sex crimes against children. Talk about it. So it's like, they they're just wildly inconsistent with what they do, and like honestly, it's annoying to watch. Even it's, even now, like a lot of these, a lot of the people that are doing that, they know better. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what this posturing is about, but it's annoying to watch. And it's and honestly, like the way the Catholic Church moves has been annoying me for quite some time. You know what's annoying to me? BBLs. Are they? Brazilian butt lifts. They're annoying to you? A little bit. Why are they annoying to you? Well, for one, when they're done incorrectly, people get real sick. Sometimes they get died. Sometimes they die. That 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 no, that's not great. That's not great. That's not great. Uh two they are seemingly more dangerous because more people are going to places like the Dominican and Brazil and yeah. all these other places, and they're getting them done on the cheap, but they're not getting them done right. Yeah. And three, it gives a false, um, I don't know, like a false sense of what you need to look like in order to be considered hot these days. I don't like that. I I don't like that, son. I get. I don't like it. Um, I'm not. I, I don't think I'm as harsh on it. Mm. It's just like because you have a right to do what you want with your body. 
Totally. I, I, I completely agree. I, I don't want to, but I also am a, I also am a fan of variety. <laughs> you know, like I'm, but I mean, if that because like you're, because I don't think a woman has to has to do their like do their body for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you should be comfortable with what you're in what you're in. Right. Um. You know, but. You know, I'm a fan of variety. Like, you know, I, I like variety too. I like variety. However, 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 yeah. however, if you're gonna do the BBL, like save the money and get it right. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, don't go out there buying the cheap shit just because it's cheap. Don't get your fucking BBL on a Groupon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't answer a Craigslist ad for a group for a BBL. Yeah, I mean, you should give yourself you should give yourself more credit than that. Treat yourself. Yeah, give yourself more credit than that, though. Give yourself some credit, but there's a problem now because these 18 and 19 year old women are out there getting the BBLs. Oh man, and it's just it's it's fucking things up. So I'm gonna go ahead and write, I'm gonna read this this headline and I'm gonna read this story and we're gonna talk about it like we do on this show. You That's ready? What we do. Dateline. Why are 18, 19-year-olds out here getting BBLs? TikTokers discuss the realities of Brazilian butt lifts following the popular trend. Amid the rise of the BBL effect meme, some TikTokers are discussing the realities of Brazilian butt lifts and questioning why so many young people are getting the procedure. TikTok user Melissa, known as at melanated underscore mel, said in a viral TikTok that BBLs are, quote, not for everybody. The video has over 400,000 views. A Brazilian butt lift, or BBL, is a fat transfer operation that takes fat from one part of the body and injects it into the buttocks for an enhanced and more voluminous, 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 fuck, (laughs) voluminous backside. It's not cheap. Why are 18 and 19 year olds getting BBLs breaking the bank? Your body hasn't even finished growing, Melissa questioned, adding the on-screen caption, getting BBLs was normalized to the wrong generation. A lot of Gen Z does not have common sense. Melissa believes teenagers are going to underqualified plastic surgeons who graduated from, quote, Zoom University two days ago. That's hilarious. Zoom University. She clarified that she's, quote, pro-surgery if it makes people happy, but thinks people should wait until they have the money for a safe procedure. She also pointed out that people can die from BBL surgeries. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Like, if you got the money and if you feel like you can go to a safe, reputable, uh, practiced surgeon, go right ahead. But even, even if you used to take a chance, you got to know that. You are. Yeah, you're, you're always, always taking a chance. chance. But you're always taking a chance. You should at least better your odds yeah. by going to somebody that's, you know. You should treat yourself. You should treat yourself. At the same time, also, when you're 18, like, just... Relax. I'm not saying don't do it. Just I'm saying wait it out. Just like get some, like just give it some years, get some more info on the situation, mm. and they can make a more informed decision. Um, your body when it was 18 was it similar than it, to it is now? Um, no. Okay. No. If you were when you were 18, if you were to look at your body, would you say? And you could change anything about your body. What, like, would you have changed anything? Hmm. Nah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think like everything just got kind of larger. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I see where we're going here. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I can't even look at you now. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna look at you. I can't. I can't. I can't even look at you. I don't even want to look at you. 
Stop looking at me. I don't really <laughs> want to look at you. Stop it. We're not, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're not going there. I still can't look at you. I don't even, I can't. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Don't look at me. Let's move on. Don't look at me. Hey, something that I learned. You remember um, the Christina Aguilera song, uh, Beautiful? Yeah. That like slow ballad. Mm-hmm. You know, remember how it starts off and she's like, don't look at me. Remember when she said that? Yeah. No, you don't. But I do. I'm I t- do. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently, this is a little fun fact. She was in a studio with her friends, right? And she was like kind of, uh, uh, I guess a little embarrassed. Bashful in the booth. Bashful in the booth, right? So she was singing this song that was very personal and beautiful and very self-reflective. And, you know, she felt a little bashful and a little insecure about it. So like her friends were staring at her. She was like, don't look at me. So that's like something that she said to her friends that they left on the record that actually kind of translated well into the song itself. So Yeah. Oh, that works out. That's cool. Yeah, so don't look at me. Um, do you have a uh, do you have a spotlight? I didn't at first, but then like it's funny that I said I said one like and just I was like, I don't know, uh, Luke Gossett Jr. And then I was like, what was Luke Gossett Jr. even been in? And then you said Watchmen. And then for a second I was like, he wasn't I was like, he wasn't Watchmen. He wasn't Watchmen. He was great in Watchmen. He had a like Amazingly integral and pivotal role in Watchmen. Yeah, he was really good at Watchmen. Actually. He wasn't a like, side character. He no, was the main not. character. He was a main character, and he really was great. Like we, I mean, we I know we talk about Regina King because mm-hmm. we Regina, love Regina just, King. Just Regina King. We stand Regina King. But I mean, at the same time, it's like yeah, like, yeah, he was great in that. He was. He was. Um, he was great in a lot. Of, I mean, he was great in everything. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first time you saw? Lou Gossett Jr., or um, where you were uh, cognizant of a Lou Gossett Jr. movie? I think it might have been Iron Eagle. Um, yeah, 1986. It was Iron Eagle. Chappie Sinclair. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I ever saw a Lou Gossett Jr. movie, or a movie with Lou Gossett Jr. in it, might have been... Toy Soldiers? Toy Soldiers. I think so. Um, I can't think of a time before. Oh, wait. No. It was Jaws 3D. <laughs> I definitely remember seeing Jaws 3D. Um, I didn't see Jaws 3D in 3D. I had to wait until it came out on home video, and it came with the 3D glasses. But boy, oh, boy, was that a fucking rough watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. We're talking about an absolute legend here, Lou Gossett Jr. Um, another one of the brothers that has the gap tooth. Uh, so salute to that. Yeah. Um, I think he got it fixed, but you know, we all do at some point. He he's been around for a long time. He can do what he wants. Yeah, man, Brooklyn kid. Um, damn, he had he got married three times. I mean, still alive. Broadway, TV, um, movies. I don't even really know, like, if you like, what else to say? Like, it's just one of those names that, like. You bring them up, and it's just like, yeah, like legend. Yeah, man's out here. You know that. Yeah, you know what it is. You, you know see what it, it is. You see what happening. Um, shit. I guess he did an episode of the Mod Squad. That makes sense. And an episode of the Cosby Show. I think I remember that one. Um, the episode was titled "The Return of Big Bad Bubba Bronson." <laughs> Odd. It's a lot of alliteration. A lot of alliteration. 
Um, he was in Roots. Yep. Do you remember that? Did you ever watch that? I did. The original one? Yeah. You did? I did. I, I, only, I only watched the... Um, I, never, I never got to see the old one. Yeah, well, our brain's in it. He is in it. Um, let's see. What else? Um, Josephine Baker story, the HBO movie. Remember that? I think it was Holly Berry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What you else? Really, you could really go all day. I really could. You can go all day, dude. Dead Zone, Batman, Psych, Boardwalk Empire, Hawaii Five-0. Just keeps going, man. It's kind of annoying to read. Why are you so accomplished, sir? Uh, but shout out to you, man. Uh, my spotlight this week is going to go to Queen Latifah. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey's own Queen Latifah. Um, there was a guy on Twitter, Michael Harriet, who released this thread about why Queen Latifah is the, one, of the, one of the most talented uh, artists of our lifetime. And I'm just gonna like kind of pilfer that to state my argument, to state my take, so to speak. Um, starting off with the rap, she's one of the best rappers of all time, like period, point blank, period. Rappy, rap, rap, rap. Yeah, rappy, not, we're, rap. we're not not talking about like female rappers. Rappy, we're talking about rap. like rap, rappy, rap, rap, rappers, rapping it. Um, one, like this is a great tweet. She said, "Queen Latifah was not." only the first woman to address catcalling and disrespecting women, but instead of complaining about it, she offered a tangible solution to harassment. Bust them dead in the eye, who you calling a bitch? So yeah, she was actively talking about like uh, fighting back against men well before it was uh, the Me Too movement, so to speak, yeah. right? Um, a lot of people don't know that Queen Latifah actually suggested that Naughty by Nature change their name from the new style to Naughty by Nature. During the tour with Digital Underground, she also befriended one of their background dancers, Digital Underground's background dancers, and told him that his rap name of MC New York was absolute trash and that he should go by his given name. And so he did. And that guy went on to have a pretty good career. Uh, that guy was Tupac. He did all right. Um, then she decided that she was going to start acting. Yeah. Um, we've talked a lot on this show about living single. Yeah. And about how it kind of fathered the whole style to friends. Yeah. And so we have her to thank for that. That's superior in every way, shape, and form in friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, a year after it debuted, NBC president Warren Littlefield was asked if he could have any show on the air. He said, living single. And so he got the same, the exact same production company to recreate the show, but with an all-white cast. They even put in the same time slot on NBC. <laughs> when, uh, when it came time to name the show, NBC just looked at a list of names they already had rejected for Living Single. Yo. They just called it Friends. Bro, how you, how you going to take the great value thing and tell why it's better than the actual thing? It's also notable Bro, that here. Living Single's executive producer was Yvette Lee Bowser, one of the few black women showrunners decades before Shonda Rhimes and Lena Waithe. Bowser also produced A Different World and thought the world and thought one of Pac's old friends would be great on screen with Queen. Oh, I know where you're going with that. Queen Latifah had met the friend before and had even acted and rapped with the women's new boyfriend, Will Smith. Her name was Jada Pinkett. Because we all know. Have you ever seen that photo of Jada Pinkett and um, 
Tupac in like this advertisement. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. It's it's so crazy, like how like where their friendship started. Um, Latifah didn't know that Pac had tried to convince Jada to create an all-female rap group modeled after Queen Latifah. But two women acting in one movie? No one was going to see that. So New Line, Cinema, New Line Cinema gave them a budget of only $9 million. And Set It Off was the studio's highest grossing film of the year. Set It Off was pretty good, though. Set It Off was, set it off was great. She was the first rapper to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show in 1998. Um, <laughs> she released a jazz album that we talked about, the Dana Oban yeah. album. Went to number one. And she was nominated for an Oscar for her role in Chicago, making her the only female rapper to be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and on, but y'all are going to give the fucking queen her flowers today. So when you hear this, I want you to go and start, after we finish talking our talkie talk on our potty pod, Yeah. go and search Queen Latifah on Apple or Spotify or on fucking whatever you're listening to this on. Or on Netflix. On Netflix or on YouTube and all hail the queen. Um... Fuck. You don't have an education this year, this week, do you? I don't. That's fine. I no. forgot. I hit the button. I hit the wrong button. I hit it, the transition button instead of the show button. It is fine. Um, okay, well. How do you feel about that show? For good. For yeah, good. me too. That's good. Me too. We're here on a Sunday night. Um, yeah, that's, that's It feels me. different. No, no, don't worry. I'm just going to say, like, the, the pod feel is different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it feels like we're like it feels like we should be in trouble or something like that yeah so I think it's the wind down energy it is the wind down energy you don't even have the sun you don't even get Sunday scaries anymore right because you're, you're do you are you working tomorrow yeah oh well yeah fuck it okay well uh, thanks for listening everybody go ahead and subscribe tell one friend about us just if, one if you do nothing else just tell one friend just one don't forget to check out our um, Instagram at state your take and very soon very very soon we're going to be announcing something very cool that we're doing next month in july um but we're going to keep that on the wraps until everything is finalized and completed yeah but um yeah guys um tell one friend check out our instagram check out our playlist on spotify and uh yeah have fun enjoy yourselves do you have anything else that you want to say to the people that most of you we don't care for the rest of you Hammer Gator Productions.